the Craft Beer Cast. This is Wells? Wells? Oh my Wait, god. I go first. I Where's can... Josh? Did he leave? I'm yeah. finally, so finally get the fuck out. We're free. Right We're free. Right. So. The Patriots suck. All agreed? Yes. <laughs> it's a consensus, and if All not, right. I can just mute his mic. Yeah. All opposed? <laughs> All right. The measure passes three to zero. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, I'm here. I don't normally say my own name. That's kind of weird. Hi, Jeff. Hey, thanks, Wells. Hey, Wells. Hey, Wells is here. And Chris is back. Hey, I'm here. I, I have more tenure than you. I, I sit oh down for God. like two oh, seconds. Good God, that's Josh's music. <laughs> and it falls apart. Oh, we're in so much trouble when oh, yeah, I leave. This is be fun. This is so great. Oh, hey, babe. So great. I think our first show without Josh, we should try to do a remote live show from like a brewery. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, that'll go great. <laughs> We'll, we'll drink for a while, and then we'll record. Oh, yeah. Nothing could go Nothing wrong. wrong. Kind of like what went wrong at Foothills. We Wait, a, that didn't happen. That show never happened, man. No. Not show 2.0. Oh. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So speaking of, I have no earthly idea if I'm going to be around for the next set of shows or I'm not. So either you're going to listen to these guys. You need to tune in to find out. Yeah, you'll have to tune in to find Cliffhanger. out. Cliffhanger. Because I may not be here. I may be here. Who fucking knows? I don't know. Transform and roll out. That's right. He's a volcanologist now. He's going to go like dodge volcanoes now, right? Maybe. That's a very real potential. (laughs) And social uprising and all kinds of other things. Or maybe a nice island in some country. You never know where I'm going to be. You never know. Where in the world is Josh? Josh Josh CBC Hurricane Hunter. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Uh, So, Wells, who's... Wait, was this your story? Okay, my bad, sorry. Jeffrey? Uh, article in the show notes um, from Good Beer Hunting talking about balancing sales and souls. So we kind of talked about this a little bit of last show. Uh, we're going to get into not too much deeper, but just a little bit deeper here. Yeah, because let's face it, anything that is on Good Beer Hunting is like an essay and a half. It is. Uh, uh, what's what's the what's the term the kids use these days? Um, long read. Long read. Yes. TLDR. TLDR. A novella. Yes. <laughs> um, I'll admit this one held my attention to the end. But yeah, it, it, it did. It did. This one actually is really good. And it, and it really spends a lot of time talking about, you know, so often we have this romanticized view of breweries and brewing. And it's just, man, all these people are going out and they're just doing exactly what they want to do. And they're making the beer they want to make. And everything is just awesome. But the reality of it is. They have to make the beer that sells in order to make the beer that they want to make. You know, so kind of like we ragged on resident culture for having umpteen gajillion hazy IPAs. But what's selling? But that's paying the bills, right? And so again, you know, again going back to another point from the last show. You know, check out our last show at craftbeercast.com. You may have heard us talk, or I guess was my point. So I'll reference myself. But you know, sometimes you have equipment that you need to make. Beer that sells in order to pay for. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I I love the idea. I mean, I, me as a consumer, I love the idea of a brewery having flagship beers. I love going to Old Mac knowing that copper is always on draft. Captain Old, Jack's Captain always, Jack is always on draft. Always I would also draft. say that they're probably one of the ones, especially in the Charlotte area, they kind of bucks the trend. They're like, hazy IPAs are all the crazy, but you know what? We're a German brewery. Well, We're sure, not sure. Okay, do that. okay, fine, fine. I'm going to go to. Birdsong, and I know I will always be able to get a higher ground yep. or a jalapeno pale. Yep. What about cans? Or Lazy Bird. 
Not not in Kansas. Or Lazy if Bird. I go to Triple C, I know I'll always be able to get a baby maker. I'll always get, be able to get a three C. Uh, girlfriends. Yep. Uh, light. Uh, the uh, what's the light light rail railway? Yeah, light rail pale. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, like not every brewery has quite embraced the notion of the flagship beer. But I think it's a good thing to have. I mean, there there are more breweries in town than not that have a fl- couple of flagships well, that they you kind of need on. a flagship, right? Especially if you're going to be distributed and have tap handles across this city. But again, I mean, like you know, you resident need. culture is not quite to that point. Heist is not. I mean, and is it because well, they're Heist not? Heist isn't a distributed brewery, really. They're kind of a brew pub. I mean, they okay, go to a couple yeah, of different so, different so, models. Yeah. So then, are you going to say the same thing about resident culture? Uh, eventually, they're going to need some kind of consistency in order to. I don't think so. I think if you, I'd say you need like some flagship styles. Like as long as resident culture always has a hazy IPA or two and a lager of some sort. Boom. I mean, that covers most of your bases right there. And then feel free to play around within that spectrum. I don't think it needs to be one hazy IPA and And, one specific lager. And I think that depends on how... Far you're distributing, how wide you're distributing, right? I mean, like in the city, well, that makes a big difference. Yes, craft beer bars, maybe you can get away with it. But if you want to be in Charlotte restaurants, or you want to be in North Carolina restaurants, or Southeast U.S. restaurants, or in grocery stores, you know, you got to have some consistency. You you would never walk into a grocery store and never know which Sam Adams you're going to get. You know, there's Boston lagers always going to be. In the beer aisle. Yep. Dogfish Head's always going to have 60 Minute in yep. the beer aisle. <laughs> because people like me are going to go there and going to say, look, I'm here for this. Well, that's also Maybe cost I've... measures. If packaging and distributing is cost measure, you can't change your label every other month when you send something out. Ding, ding, ding. That's yeah. the thing. If you're going to be a packaging brewery, then, of course, consistency is important to you. But if you're a, a draft-only kind of thing, like if your main focus is just whoever from the neighborhood comes by your spot... I don't think you need to have the same beer on tap all the time at all. All right, so I'm going to pick on you for a second, Chris, because mm-hmm. you, and you, you and I are very similar. Where anymore, when it comes down to it, I would much Both rather crotchety old men. Well, yeah, but I would much rather have something on draft from a local brewery than going to a retail store and buying packaging. So, Resident Culture is a great example. I mean, I could ride my bike there. It is stupid close to me. Like, that is my local brewery at this point. I don't think I'll probably get in this area anything closer. Correct. So. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. So, in, in that case, as long as they are making beer that is to my style and they don't, like well said earlier, they just plan to be draft only, I think that works as a business model for them. Without distributing, yes. Without distributing. But, but, but you're right. Once you get into the dis- distribution model, I have to have something... Consistent, Correct. but if you're going to show up at beer bars, you know whether it's a, a Duckworth's or a or Common Market or Common Market or whatever, you're going to show up on tap in several places. Right. I I'm going to go to a, a Duckworth's and I'm going to have your beer and I'm going to like your beer and I'm going to come to your brewery and I'm be like, man, I had this beer, I really enjoyed. It. They're like, yeah, we don't have that, and I'm going to be pissed. Okay, valid point. <clears throat> But now, then, if you say it's a one-off or it's a cask or whatever, like I, like I'm smart enough to know that. But when I start seeing the same beer around town, like I want to be able to go to the source and get it because that's when it's going to be its best. Right. Right. Yeah. But if you don't have that beer, I can't have it, and it lessens my enjoyment. Now, I'm not saying like that is the only argument. I'm just saying that is an argument for having one or two or three flagship beers 
that you have. But then my counter argument meant to that would be Big Bad Baptist. Yes, the base beer is constantly the same, but they always are fucking with the ingredients. Okay. Or the coffee. Changing the coffee isn't that's, that's really beer, that big a of a brewery's flagship. It's a little different. All right. All right. Yeah. So, uh, like, to put this into perspective, like, the way I say it, like, if you say you go to Duckworth or you go to another beer bar or whatever, and you only see brewery A's, they never have something that's always there. It's always something different. And you have three in a row that you didn't like. When you see the fourth one, are you ever going to go back to it? No. Maybe, no. maybe not. No. But if they have two tap handles and one is always the same and you always like that one and the other one's rotating out, you're probably going to try that one every time it comes out. Sure. Well, yeah, that's a valid point because that's, like I mean, that's, that's, that is exactly back, my you're move. You're going to go back to the regular one. That's that what like. got me on OMB to begin with. Seriously. They like, were always there for you. Yeah, like the first beer I ever had was... Did they do the five claps or the six claps? How many is it? <laughs> What's the copper? And then as they started to expand their lineup... Every time a new tap would show up, I'd go, okay, all right. Yep. I trust, I know what you made with this. I am willing, so I see your point. Absolutely. How many claps are you talking what show? Four, it's uh, Friends. Friends. Yeah. Four, is it four or five? Four. There's a debate. That show's terrible. There are people that'll say it's five. That show's terrible. I never watched it. But then there are also people that are convinced that Berenstain Bears was E-I-N. And it never was. It never was. Mandela effect. It, it is. It is people who need to feel validated in their own opinions right or wrong yes speaking of validating their own opinions i saw a blue dress i don't know about you yanni's blue dress yeah <laughs> i heard laurel i don't know about you I heard laurel too yep it's laurel, laurel. Yeah. i it's heard laurel. Them both. um way off topic hello welcome <laughs> to show two <laughs> yeah, well yeah this is what happens after we do a show with a 14 percent like that was good enough to revisit hello <laughs> whoops so, what were we talking about what <laughs> So we're talking about flagship beer. So, so again, you know, back on track here, um, you know, in order for a lot of these breweries to stay open, they have to make the beer that makes the money. You know, yeah. Founders is now hanging their hat on all day IPA. Yep. Allagash, you know, they're white. Allagash yep. white is where they make all their money. You can't have a Founders CBS without Founders all day being yep. as successful as it is. Can't do it. Yep. You can't do it. That's how they make the money to make the beer that gets every gets the beer nerds excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we the, get excited about the special one-offs that they can only do because they're selling the beer that sometimes we pass by because even though it's great, we're like, ah, it's not exciting enough. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, in, in terms of, you know, working for old Hickory, the, the beer that ostensibly got everybody excited was event horizon. And, you know, everyone lost their minds, but people didn't even realize that that's like low single digits in terms of overall percentage. Let me ask you, and mm -hmm. you can politely decline if you don't want to answer the question. What or if does, I don't know. Or if you don't know. What does Old Hickory sell the most of? Ruby Lager. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Wow. Beer that I, don't think I have never had. had. I've never had that beer. Yep. Same. Followed by, I think, Table Rock Pale Ale, followed by, I think, Death Hops. We should do I a show Table Rock at Old and Hickory have Hops, yeah. and have those beers. No, yeah. See, it's it's what we have no, like. Yeah, yeah, it's what we list as the core items. So it's like there are certain beers that Old Hickory's always going to have, and then after that, it's who knows. Yeah. And which, hey, I mean, it's still it's three beers, so that's three. Well, no, no I'm saying the core stuff of you're, you're always going to have these three. Any Old Hickory's got like six, still seven. Okay, yeah. point point is, but. I don't think every brewery needs like a core items list of 
you know, you don't need like ten of the same thing all no. the time. Well, no, but maybe but one, like three. I I think one. I think Chris is Chris made a valid point. You make one. I like it. You have more tap handles. I trust you on that one. If your one is good enough. Well, okay. So, so, th- so there's that. If for, your one is good enough. For so long, old Mecklenburg made two beers. Yeah, yes. One, two. Think about this. Thing. And then they had a third seasonal. Eventually, then, if yep. everybody gets to a certain point, they're going to have to make a consistent flagship beer if they ever want to be more successful than just the neighborhood pub. But, right. the, but, but the market demands that. Let the market yeah. dictate yeah, like that. This. You can't Take force this it. So say this didn't happen. No to brewing. They roll through different beer styles, and they never have a flagship, and they submit beers to Great American Beer Festival, World Beer Cup, and hop, drop, and roll hit, and they won gold medal. And they're like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. We don't, we don't make a flagship beer, so we're never going to make that again. Or what if it's imper- never going to happen? That's right? the dumbest possible if thing. If Pacific that they Rain said. I know, had but won. That's, but that's just not going to happen. Right? If, you have- if Pacific Rain had won, I'd be having some more Pacific Rain by now. Maybe. Maybe, but to Chris's point, if it's a Pacific Rain or an Imperial Coca Loco or something that they make as a one-off, and they say, "Well, you know, we'll we'll put that out once a year." Monstro one, cool. Well, you can have it once a year. That's fine. Which, yeah, that's, that's great. A once a year beer. I mean, yeah. for example, Legion took a World Beer Cup silver for their Irish Tri Stout. Yeah, that's. I mean, I don't see that necessarily as a. a beer no, that's that, a quarterly beer. That's around St. Patrick's Day. Exactly. Have it once a year, but have it become like a bigger deal. Make more next time, and you know, hit you know, have a decent sized little splash. But yeah, outfield they need to make it more frequently. Yeah, just keep it for what it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's obviously we we are getting nowhere with this argument because we all have valid points. And what the well, hell like, is this? Like so many things, there isn't the a year. single correct answer. Right. For every brewer, whether it's, you know, like when we talk about contract brewing and whatnot, every, no, 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 it's, it's that one. Yep. Oh, okay. My bad. You have this one. Mm-hmm. Every brewery has their own choices that they need to make based on their own decisions. And, uh, you know, like there's not a right answer. Right. A- as a consumer myself, I would prefer that everybody have a, a flagship beer so that, when I go to a resident culture, like I can go and it's, again, I go to old Mac and I know like, I don't know for sure. Although I do, I may not know for sure exactly what their seasonals are, but right. I know I can get a copper or a captain Jack or a fat boy. Yep. So I know I'm going to be in at least that kind of shape. Right. Oh, you still have Frubach, And don't forget awesome. about Hornet's nest too. Cause <clears throat> that's, that's right. year round now. So that's year round. But, um, you know, before Munzler's came out, what was that? They had something between, Rubach and Munzler's. I don't know. But I didn't know if I was going to get it. You know, and we went right. there and they, oh, maybe it was Freebach. Took my wife and she's like, oh, I want a Freebach. And they're like, oh, we still have it. Oh, awesome. But I knew that if they didn't have that, you know, we still had two or three things to go as a backup. Yeah. So. Exactly. It is a commitment for a brewery to say. Oh, it totally is. Hey, we are going to always have this beer on tap no matter what. Like, this is our flagship. And you're going to always have it on just because. Yeah. You always have it on, but absolutely, because it sells well. But still, just to sure. say, this is what I couldn't imagine. If God forbid, old Mecklenburg ran out of copper, like <laughs> what the hell? Riots! I'd, I would be writing an article about that, like 
Old Mecklenburg ran out of copper yesterday for 40 minutes. <laughs> We're out of <laughs> copper! Yeah. Riots in the street, cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria! <laughs> Pretty sure I saw like Ryan Self walking down my street wearing nothing but like a bathrobe, talking to himself crazy. No, he's just sitting in the corner rocking back and forth. <laughs> yeah. I would say, well, is that really any different than most of the... Shh. Yeah. All right. Which one? Hey, buddy. Both. <laughs> he doesn't listen. It's Hey, fine. moving on. Hey, uh, we remember Sly Fox, right? The, yeah, yeah. We've we, had a we, they, they, the, uh, they, they pioneered the uh, yeah. the can that was like you peeled the whole lid off. Right, which of is kind of cool, and I don't know why more places I, don't I, do that. I, it's got to be cost. It never got... It yeah, it never really it. took off. Yeah, but I kind of like it, but it's got to be cost. I mean, yeah, Upland in uh, Indiana did, uh, I think, two beers like that, but they were like... It was like Sterling Light or Ster- Sterling Beer, which was just a, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a lager. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a good beer, but yeah, yeah I, I don't know why more breweries didn't take on that 360 can, as they said. Yes, exactly. So what, Wells, what's up with Sly Fox? What, what's happening over at Sly Fox? Well, their head, their brewmaster is leaving. What was what, he doing? Uh, he's doing something different. All right. Uh, going from one Philly brewery to another Philly brewery. Uh, it's a brew pub that's opening in what was uh, Yards Brewing in that neck of the woods. Okay. Uh, it's going to be, they're working on the title, at least, Craft Hall. Uh, set to open this, I'm just reading from the article now, set to open this fall as a showcase for artisanal food and drink makers. So, I mean, it... I'm tired of that word, artisanal. Uh, whatever. You've been tired of that for two years. Uh, Get we've out. Been, we've then, been tired of that for a long damn time. Don't read my article that comes out on Friday. Oh, it's going to have that A word everywhere. <laughs> um, or, I guess, last week. So don't in the past read what I just did. <laughs> Kayfabe. I know. Unread what you may but, or may but not read. Basically, this guy's been doing the same thing since 2002. I mean, there's time for a change. Like, Sure. I'm, I'm at that crossroads of, in my career where I'm ready years. for a change. I mean, like, I haven't been in the same seat for 16 years. I've changed jobs a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time, I read, every time I read that, every time I read that, I think it Piers Morgan. Ah, yeah. Morgan's Pier. Yeah. Piers Morgan. Big M, little organ. But no, I, I mean, absolutely. Sometimes you, you need a change of pace. You need a change of scenery just to see what else is out there. So I can't blame him for wanting something new. Yeah. And maybe you just want to do something different. I mean, we've seen a lot of turnover locally, what I consider to be an inordinate amount of turnover. Yeah. I mean, we've had head brewers leave, you know, breweries in Charlotte before. I mean, yeah. I mean, people move out of state all the time. I mean, hell, I've worked for two breweries, you know? Yeah. But, well, three, technically. If you just want to keep. We'll call him Run an intern. It wasn't paid. <laughs> an intern. You gotta keep. He running. paid them, if you know what I mean. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's, like, it's like nobody else. Other, it's like anybody else leaving the job. Right? You go to another job. Same thing. I know, but but it's. I think the head brewer position because it's such like a a rock star role. You are the yeah. public face of the brewery for better or for so worse. I mean, I, I, a great more, example would be I, if. Well, I get, and I guess it, it's now you used to see a lot of. Head brewers were the owners, and now that brewing is more of a business, you see owners hire a head brewer as a startup, and then this person becomes better known and gets better at their craft and goes somewhere else for more money to a bigger place or maybe another place where they have more equity in the company or something. Or, or yeah, more control. Yeah, over more control, more equity. But yep. yeah, used to, back in the day, years and years ago, it was more brewer slash owner. And now well, yeah, Ken Grossman's a great example. Yeah, exactly. 
He was brewer owner for Sam Caligione, brewer yep. owner. Yep. But now, when's the last time any of them brewed a batch of beer? Who knows? Who knows? I would love to see Ken Grossman mucking out a mash tun. You know what I would love to see? Jim Cook Cook Cock doing anything with Sam Adams, but he's got to do something, right? What's what's what? What is he having to do? Eat dry yeast packets and <laughs> anyway. And what else? I, I just don't. I don't have anything else to add. I mean, he's paying a lot of money as a fine to the New York State Liquor Authority in the oh. sum of $975,000. I see what you were doing. You were trying to do a transition. Yeah. Settle, he settled charges of selling unregistered beer, beer and malt beverages in New York. Unregistered. What does that mean? Well, so you have to get label approval for things, right? I thought that was national. There is, but you also have to like get label approval or at least apply to sell that beer in the state. So there's like national and then every state is different in terms of their approval process. But you at least have to say, Hey, state of New York, I would really like to sell this beer within your jurisdiction. So I'll give you like the founder's breakfast out. The kid eating cereal was nationally approved, but then they like said, you can't sell this in Vermont because it shows a kid on the beer label. Exactly. Gotcha. Or I'll give you another example. So in the state of North Carolina, because it's an ABC or a controlled board by the entire state, not only can I search their entire database for liquor and where it's available, I can also search all of the beer in this entire state and where it's supposed to be. Nice. I know one funny one in North Carolina was uh, when Dogfish Head released Romantic Chemistry. I was looking forward to that because it was kind of a fruity IPA beer. Mm-hmm. And it was available nationally, but not in North Carolina. North Carolina rejected the label because it had two fruits that looked like they were banging each other. <laughs> Romantic Chemistry. And they were like, you can't do that. Yeah, not cool. Oh, it, sorry, yeah, sexual. Yeah, yeah, sorry. You can't sell that here. Yeah. Too funny. But yeah, I mean, so we talked a couple of shows ago about Warsteiner and their fine to the TTB, which was about around the same number, and now Sam Adams is having to pay this just to the state of New York. $975,000 to New York State Liquor Authority. crazy. But here's the problem. They sold unregistered products, and not just like a little bit, 1.4 million cases. God damn, that's a lot of beer, dude. But... I mean, you look at what they're what they make, what they've registered, and what they like. The only thing that they registered was Twisted Tea Summer Blackberry. Like, really? Wow. <laughs> was this oversight or was this blatant negligence? I, I'm going to say oversight, to be honest. But boy, but but yeah, what a fuck up! Oversight at this level, like what a fuck up! Head rolled. After this, yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, you're you're pushing a million dollars. All in here it says like all beer and malt beverages sold in New York have to get a brand label approval, just to prevent bootlegging. Like, hey, we at least want to make sure what you're bringing into the yeah. state. Bottom line, make somebody sure- did get fired for this. They had to. Oh yeah, had yeah. To. If you had find nine hundred like almost a million dollars because you forgot to register twisted tea. Oh my god! Like, in the in one of the most populous states in the whole country well and, and not only that so to, to take this a little bit further so as well said 1.5 million cases and that is a value 1.4. of about or i'm sorry 1.4 that's a value of 200 or 24 million dollars yeah that they did not register with the state mm-hmm. somebody's they sold 24 million dollars worth of product 
illegally in that state, and they get slapped Ooh, with like a... Like you do. What is the problem, my bros? <laughs> like, I mean, what's the point of having laws if people don't abide by them? So, man, well, but again, just suggestions, man. I, I think this was, as we said, an oversight, but... It was a. Aren't we all supposed to do what makes us feel good and not be like hampered by rules and things that make us not feel good? It makes me think. So New York, you know, fought the man, fought Sam, and said, "Okay, nine hundred seventy-five thousand dollars to state coffers." You've got to be thinking that every other, like, equivalent position in the country is looking at. Oh, so. What is it that you make, and what do we have approval for? And let me go down to the grocery store just real quick. Everyone, BRB. everybody's got to be checking what's what's on the shelves now. It's what a colossal fuck up. Yeah, y'all had one job. Yeah, just you one. Really did. I mean, compliance. It is. I mean, it's a a wide it is required, range of right. It's called regulatory, yeah. right? So, all right, yeah. Hey, well, squeezed. You That's love beer, these right? hazy IPAs. I do, man. I'm sipping one right now, and I fucking love it. All, all right, two bro. beers behind. Hurry up and catch up. Shh. I so, will take my sweet time with this, Jeff. So, what are the new numbers that are showing what's happening? Hazy IPA is one of the greatest things that's happened to craft beer in the last couple of years. It's what the numbers because people show. that don't like IPAs like hazy IPAs because they're Why? full of flavor and they're not bitter. They're not bitter. Yep. I just wish they would take the name IPA out of it. Call it something else. It's not an IPA. Well, it's technically, if you want to go to the definition that is commonly used for IPA, it's hopped. Well, they changed the they changed they, they created a category for it in like beer competitions, which I guess is cool to get them out of the mix of the other. You know, I was to say, I mean, to counter argument, a kind all, of IPA. To me, all beers are hopped. To, to me, a New England IPA You're is right, a multi Josh. a multi IPA. That wasn't very bitter competing with the West Coast IPAs in the day. And I would not say of, this is malty. Well, no, no, I'm talking about the, the original New England IPA, which everybody said that yeah. was like nobody liked, and now they've kind of made another New England IPA. You would have been better you off. You put flour in it? I love it. Just create a different category. Don't call it an IPA. It's $30 a four pack? Give me some. <laughs> so, no dating on the cans? I will trade. <laughs> well, so a side point that this article, <laughs> that this article makes uh, is. Counterpoint. Well, no, I'd say a side point that this article makes, not the, like the, the main thrust of it, but you know, a side point is because so many of the hazy IPAs are available for sale through the tap room in draft only or on day of release, like straight on premise sales, you know, this is it's a profit monster for breweries. For sure. But what this article's main point is, even distributed uh, hazy IPAs are having a, a renaissance moment. Here's kind of my my realist stance on hazy IPAs. Points off. Dude, Josh that's shows everyone beer. What the hell was that? I was prepping for the next story. Man. So uh, kind of my stance on this is, is you know, whether I like it or don't like it, people don't care what I'm going to buy or not buy. I'm a very small speck on the radar, right? If I have a brewer, if I am a brewery owner or a brewery, and it, that is a business, bottom line, mm -hmm. I'm going to brew what people are going to buy. 
and I'm going to get on that bandwagon. I'm going to hitch my wagon to it until that wagon's gone. Well, it's like I'm that gonna, for any business. You're yeah, going to make absolutely. what well, the market That's kind is. of the thing is businesses. And if the brewers who aren't doing this are going to suffer because they're very popular. Um, and the ones who said, I'll never do it are now doing it. Mm-hmm. Sierra Nevada, Sam Adams. Yeah. They're doing it. Um, and not just a little bit. You look at the actual numbers in this article on what Sierra Nevada and Sam Adams and I mean, look at I've actually that. had he's a little thing and, and actually, actually pretty good. I kind of like it. I mean, like as a New England IPA purist, you probably hate it, but I like it. I mean, I mean, it was okay. But well, he hasn't been indoctrinated like you and I have, Josh. Right. Never had it canned. I had it on tap. Okay. Was, I would say I, I bought a six pack of it. It was okay. It, obviously not good enough for me to not, bring on the show. Um, your, yeah, it's not good enough for your, your the threshold now. The only place now. I've right. had New Belgium Voodoo Ranger is on an airplane because they, they, they serve that on airplanes now, which is kind of cool. Wait, what? Um, really? American Airlines, they have Voodoo Ranger on, on planes now. Are well, you serious? Yeah, they do. Was that to you know entice people to jump? Like I don't. No, it's just because the, your other choice is Boston Lager, or Bud Light, or Voodoo Ranger. So I get Voodoo Ranger. Is that what you're looking for, baby? But, uh, just a little bit further up, a little bit deeper. Or, I mean, nope. further. There, just a little down. Yep. Nope. Up, further up, up to the left. Okay, for, fine. Fuck it. Down one more. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. This one's like yes, sure. <laughs> but look oh, at be, uh, I'm sorry I didn't know there was a difference between Juicy Haze Voodoo Ranger and there was another regular Voodoo, Voodoo Ranger. Ranger IPA Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA and Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA yeah, and then so, Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze Imperial IPA yeah, then so Voodoo Ranger Juicy Flower Haze Jeff was broken. the time period for this? I'm broke Just it should be just up above Okay so just the first three months yeah. of 2018 like Hazy IPA, like Sierra Nevada is always going to make a ton of pale ale, right? I mean, that's right. their flagship. flagship beer. Yeah. And they, you know, made 25 million, almost $26 million off that. But hazy little thing creeps in at 3 million. I mean, that's, that's not a blip on a, the it's radar. It's more than a blip on the radar. Yeah. This is, this is somebody in the accounting department is going, hey, make more of this. Yeah. Although counter argument to that is when you look at New Belgium and San A- Sam Adams, they're New England's. Granted, different sales numbers. So two month for the Voodoo Ranger Juicy Hazy is at one point five, and then Sam Adams for theirs at a one month is at six hundred and twenty five thousand. But, but you, you can extrapolate that out just for giggles and say, so Sam Adams is doing what one point eight, one point nine million over a three month period. New Belgium is doing 2.25. Sierra Nevada is doing three. Sam Adams is not known for their IPAs. I mean, meanwhile, my mind is blown by looking at that Rebel IPA number. Holy shit. I mean, I guess if you're a hardcore Sam fan. I've not seen a single person buy those things. I bought one as a laugh. The 12 pack. like, Like in the Northeast, they're on tap. Everywhere. Okay, which I've yeah. not been up there in a long time. Everywhere so. in the Northeast. All right. Sam Adams still has a stronghold in the Northeast. Believe it or not, they do. Hey, more power to them. There's also a lot of people up in the Northeast. So, Well, right. yeah, I mean, yeah. that's one of the most populated areas of the U.S. So, Between that and California. But looks like it's here to stay. For those people that really want to chew on some numbers, this is, 
I mean, I think this is a dream article. No, it is. Absolutely. It's very fascinating. Uh, I can't believe that Pale Ale is making Sierra Nevada $25 million still. That's crazy. In a three-month period. I love the fact that it's doing so well. This is one of those I would hate to see that brand and that beer die. Yes, absolutely. Doing this, I mean, this is a this is a standby for me. Sometimes when I go into a place and I'm like a total wine, a big box, and I'm overwhelmed, and I just see a fresh twelve pack of cans of Sierra Nevada Pale, I'm like, fuck it. Yep, taking it home. Absolutely, because yep. I know it's good and I know it's fresh. I look at the date and I'm like, done. Yep. So speaking of knowing it's good and knowing it's fresh, an interesting thing about Sierra Nevada is. All their stuff is uh, package conditioned. Um, their cans, their bottles, their oh, bottle, their bottle condition. I was like, why do more people not can condition or bottle condition beers anymore? Okay, well, so because at, back, describe back in the day. Back, back up. Can okay. condition means uh, it means uh, fermentation finishes in the can. It's unfiltered, um, and that there's well, okay, it could be filtered, but they'd have to like. The point is, it at least carbonates and finishes conditioning inside the can. It requires a little bit of yeast in it. A little bit of yeast still yeah. in it. I guess they could pump in fresh wort. There, there yeah. are a number of ways to do that, but and I just don't know what they do. Sure. But it helps out for, uh, like, I read, I read uh, Ken Grossman. It was Ken Grossman, right? Ken Grossman? I read mm-hmm. his book yep. uh, about how Sierra Nevada got started, and, and he originally decided to do bottle conditioning because it was going to help out with some of the flaws that he had in quality control, like oxidation and things like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. They, they were having issues with oxygen. Just said, you know what, if we switch to a bottle conditioning method, then it, it takes care of that. The fermentate, the last little bit of secondary fermentation that happens inside the bottle, you know, just takes care of the issue that they had. So when they moved to cans, they found that, well, to get the, it just tastes the same. We're going to need the same thing. Well, the last time that I went to Sierra Nevada a couple of weeks ago, they had a Sierra Nevada pale ale, but like the unfiltered, un, like just keg conditioned yep. pale. That was super fun. Yeah. So, I mean, just so is unfiltered. It, so do more people not do it because it's time consuming? It takes more time to condition once you package versus packaging going straight to market? It has to sit for another two weeks week, two weeks, whatever it is, I, to condition? Is it just packaging and storage? It takes more time, so... But it's like also that. another place that things could go wrong. Yeah, makes sense. But then that begs a question. Is that why, when we get celebration, it's already three months old? Those are not bottle or can conditioned. I think everything they do you is. think they do? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. We need to check that out. So we'll find call, out. Call Ken. So, so text him right now. If you want to know if something tastes different between forced conditioning, like pumping I I, CO2 into I a bright tank. I haven't seen Ken in like the two beer, years, man. Or <sighs> can conditioned. I'll tell you a, I'll tell you a side-by-side to go do right now because they're on the shelf everywhere. You go to any big box, they have them. New Belgium's Fat Tire. Yep. I hate it. Yeah. I don't like it on tap. I don't like it in bottles. But... Get they, the cans. Their cans are can conditioned, mm-hmm. and I fucking love it. Yes, they are. Get a bottle of New Belgium and a can of New Belgium and do a side by side, and they're completely different beers. And they and they are. You're right. It, it, it's just I cannot drink Fat Tire on tap or in a bottle, but I do drink the cans. Interesting. It's different. I remember going to a friend of mine's house, and they had nothing but uh, 
cans of fat tire and I just like, well, if that's all, <laughs> I mean, if that's my option, that's my option. That's my option. And I had one of them. I have not had fat tire that tastes like this since I was in Colorado. Exactly. Since before they started their East Coast rollout, since before the game ostensibly changed for them. And I mean, you want to talk about a flashback <laughs> moment. I got Pardon sucked me. back to being underage drinking in Colorado. Yeah. And if you ever want to like, side this by side, do it. Just the same as I remember it being. Like I enjoyed Fat Tire. I dragged friends of mine out when they did a Fat Tire rollout. I dragged friends of mine out there because this beer was so good when I had it a couple years ago. So good. And, so good. and then I had it and like, what the fuck is this? What happened? Yeah. This isn't it. There's your side by side, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to do you want to know what can conditioning does or not. Yeah. Oh yeah, Valid just point. just get a bottle of fat tire and a can of fat tire and compare and contrast. Have fun. Have fun, kids. No, I mean you really will. You'll have fun. No, you're right. You're it's right. interesting that they're still making both. Yeah, it is. It's it's very odd, but I I, I, I guess I could see the reason to do bottle versus can, but you would think they might just move to the cans because yeah. I'm sure it would make more sense. Hey, Chris, if I said. Do you know the song Murder the Government? Would you know who that is? I know exactly what you're talking about. Or what about Kill All the White Men? Don't call Kill me white. Kill all the white men. Don't or don't call me white. Don't call Kill me white. white or man. what about an album called White Trash, Two Hebes and a Bean? <laughs> exactly. Well, who are we talking about, Jeff? Your mom. Oh! <laughs> so, no effects, baby. No yeah, effects. so No Effects and Stone have been in concert for a while. We had their beer on the show, Punk and Drublick. Uh, we also had their great loser punk band, beer. Great album, Punk and Drublick. Fucking yep. fantastic. Well, Loser sucked. Yeah, Loser wasn't that great. Yeah, but uh, So Big Shock, they ran off at the mouth and did something stupid. Big surprise. I don't know why Stone thought this was a good idea. They said something dumb. And Whoa. I'm not going to repeat what they said because it's just fucking or horrid. It's that bad? It's it's terrible. Here's well, the thing. Uh, well, we can say it. they made a they made a comment at a concert that referenced the Vegas shooting. Yeah, uh, the, it's the a poor. I wouldn't like, say referenced it. It well, was they like said it. What was yeah. your what was your edge edge lords? Yeah, edge lords. Yeah, right here. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we got edge lords over here. See, yeah. nobody cares. Yeah, it's just nobody like, cares. Yeah, yeah, was, I mean, the, this was inevitable. No FX. Nobody cares. And why Stone decided to even. Link up with with these guys surprised the well, fuck out know, of me to begin no, with. This is not the first FX music. You, you get what you get, right? Yeah. So that's kind I, of the thing. I, I knew exactly what I, I know why I like this band, and I have for years. And then when I saw that they were linked up, I was like, "Does well, Greg Cook Cock Coke know what he's doing?" Well, we talked about this on the show before when they linked up before. This is not the first time that they've hooked no. up with a craft brewery. No, it's not. I mean, Punk and Drublick, like this is, I think is Punk and Drublick 2.0. Yeah, it is. It's a different beer this time rather than like a pumpkin beer like it was before. Right. Yawn. No care. Uh, yeah, I know you don't come care. Come on, that was an awesome name. Whatever. But uh, yeah, this, yeah, it was fucking awesome. This, this is just, it, it's no big shock. and But still, man, like you've got but some. Somebody said but, something but stupid back, and the, another bigger the, corporation the, said, no thanks, we're it's out. The, it's the press release and the official statement about we had no idea. We don't correspond. And I'm like, dude, have you ever listened to their fucking music? Right. Well, have you say, ever listened to their so, fucking so, music? But, but like, forget that for a second. Like, like just, you just, just like the name. Like, I don't like, think a, NoFX no. is going to put out like a song singing about the Las Vegas Look, shooting. Here's, here's the problem. Even they though. have some 
where did we get to this point to where everybody has to be responsible for every other thing that somebody else says or does so, ever? I'm going to tell you for a second. Come like, like, on. So, so, hold on. So, so as big as Stone is, and as, I'll say as small as No Effects is, they're big in the punk scene community right. kind of thing. But that's it. That's I would as far say as it goes. Stone probably sold beer to people that have never drank Stone beer because of No Effects versus people going to No Effects concerts because of Stone beer. Yes, I would one hundred percent. I would say nobody that okay. drinks Stone said, "Hey, dude, No Effects was on a Stone beer. I'm gonna." Well, go to that's their because Stone concert. beer gets in bed with everybody who's walking down the street. But, hey, uh, do you like flavors? We make beer. Come on in. It, it, to, to kind of back up Chris's point, as you know, as, after I moved out of my parents' house as a poor punk kid last that year. was living, yeah, last year that was living <laughs> in a basically a fucking squad house. If back then. Drinking cheap PBR, you would have said, hey, no effects is hooked up with this brewery. It might be better than this crap water you're drinking. I would have been yeah. all over it. But that's not, I mean, okay, fine. So so corporate synergies and all that other nonsense. Right. But, but like, I, like, I'm so exhausted. With, oh, no, no, absolutely. With like every time somebody's, especially a brewery that does collaborations. And now they have to come out and say, oh, yeah, you know, those people that we collaborated with some time ago. They did a thing that we don't necessarily think is a thing, so now we have to make an official statement. You mean like Roseanne? Well, we have to apologize for every damn thing. Well, even if we didn't officially do it. Well, ourselves. it's not just that though. They had a, a sponsorship thing for No Effects for festivals, so No Effects oh. was going to be the headliner as oh. well as Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, which is I do like Me First portion, and the Gimme Gimmies, uh, which is a portion of No Effects. Yep. This is that part where Josh's eyes get real big. So and he's like, they, like me first in the game. So I, I know, say, right? I do. You so, know me, I love covers. So this isn't this <laughs> isn't right. like a simple like, oh, we gave some money and they put up a stone banner at their concerts. Like this is They backed the festival. We have okay. a All contract right. to have them perform for so this, us. This is more than we just made a beer with him. This is like an actual, like we have a, a partnership and a relationship. Yes. Yeah. A partnership and relationship and festivals and appearances. Uh, and all right. You're taking the wind out of my sails. Sorry, but man. It's, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I'm with you now. But, I mean, but yeah, no, 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 no still like, from the still, band that gave you heavy petting zoo. Yeah. Which is well, and white trash two heaps in a bean. Which is an amazing. You know what? Great cover art. Holy shit! Yeah. But, but again, like One of the how? Best how? When, when are we going to get to this place that either corporate entities quit trying to be so edgy and then getting all upset when edgy goes too far? Roseanne. Again, Roseanne's a great example. You know, like you knew what you were getting in bed with. Roseanne, who? Who's that? Exactly. Who? Yeah. Disney said, Who? and it won't matter because <laughs> it, 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 it won't matter because anymore, like regardless of who, like we'll talk TV for a second. Whoever the TV show is based around, when they make a statement that is a polarizing statement, one yeah. way or the other, yep, boom, your show's done. Yep, you're well, done. I think there's polarizing, and then no, no, she was wrong, and but so was this. And yeah. so, so was this. Yeah, you know, you're talking about almost a hundred people getting shot. Or getting over a hundred. Well, okay, over a hundred people getting shot, but yeah, almost a hundred people getting killed. Yes, that man. Yeah, look, I'm all for making some edgy jokes every now and then, but you know, too soon doesn't mean yeah, that people that I need to be rewarded for that. Again, I, I edge lords are going to edge lord are going to edge lord. Well, and and you are as an individual, you are allowed. To make your own personal statements of individuality. Yep. But you know, I was telling my kids this last night. You have to understand 
that not all statements of individuality are universally appreciated. Yep. Exactly. And so you may go out and say, I want to do this thing because I'm an individual. And if you're trying to get into the corporate world, the corporate world may look at you and go, ha 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 ha. Boy. Peace. Yeah. The only thing. See ya. You know, I mean, the First Amendment says you can say whatever you want to you say. You sure can. Without consequences of the government or the police of coming the after you. Government yeah. coming yeah. after you. And the police. It. You can say what you want to say, but if no one wants to have anything to do with you, if yeah. your corporate sponsors say, you know what, man, I think you took that a little too far, they don't have to pay you anymore. And at this point, like, I mean, it's way. not no, like no Trump has been around for a while. At this point in their career, I don't think this is going to hurt or harm anything, any monetary. No, they they got their money. Yeah, they, they don't got care. Their money and they're not making that much now because they're an old punk fan. Yeah. Like they're not doing much of anything. I mean, so. I'm 37. They've been around since I was 14. That's when at least I got introduced to them. Yeah. So it's not like they're losing anything they're on this. They're not hitting mainstream right now, put it that way. Yeah, they're exactly. 50. Yeah. Yep. You're allowed to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Not everybody embraces it equally. Yep. Right? My, my buddy on, on Facebook, Scott Engler, he's a friend of mine, he says, uh, 74 years ago, a bunch of badasses stormed the beaches of Normandy, and today Google removed eggs from the salad emoji to not offend vegans. Please let me off this planet. I don't want to live here anymore. And on that note, we're going to go to our break. Goddamn right. We'll be back at 30. Stop killing gingers to make ginger ale. <laughs> And we're back. And Welcome we're to Buy No Buy. Yeah. Uh, hey, Josh, how does that work? I'll explain, because this might be my last show for a month. Who knows? Oh, might be your last show Forever. Well, you know, I do control the domains ever. and everything, so I can take care of that real quick, Whatever, motherfuckers. Bitch, I have the password. You have the password of the Amazon account. I can quickly change that. It's a race. <laughs> Well, welcome to Wells Beercast, bitches. <laughs> Get out. Uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, we've At been all drinking. the Wells Beercast? <laughs> we've been drinking beers, and we are going to give you a simple rating of a buy or a no buy. It's a one or a zero. It's binary. We turn it on. We turn it off. And Jeff, what is our first beer up? So first beer up tonight, um, uh, this is another bearded iris from Nashville, Tennessee. I actually bought a four-pack of this at, uh, in Louisville because I thought, well, I don't know if I'm going to actually be able to make it a bearded iris, so I'm going to grab some while I can. Um, and I had no idea other than it said homestyle IPA. I thought, well, okay, this will be good. 6%. Um, let's see what it's like. Um, this is my first time, uh, actually having it and I poured it. I'm like, oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a little hazy, but no more than, you know, like, I mean, stone has been this hazy before mm-hmm. and I've never even blinked at it. Right. Um, I really like this, mm-hmm. but then I saw that like, as far as, um, Untapped is concerned. This is a New England IPA. I'm like, uh, no. But Wells, you made some comments about that. And I'll let you speak to that about why you would call this New England IPA. I actually like this. I'm glad I got a four pack, and I'm looking forward to the other three cans. So I'm gonna buy. Wells, I mean, what makes it a New England IPA? It's it's definitely almost exclusively late hopped, late edition hops, low bitterness, but definitely hop forward. Flavor-wise, just yeah. not bitterness. So, it I mean, it fits the criteria of what, you know, BJCP or the Brewers Association would designate a hazy IPA. You can just see light through it, which is... <sighs> but I can't see you through it, Good. you know? That works for me, too, by the way. You can see the Japanese porn version of Jeff through it. Hi-oh! Hey-oh! And I... 
<laughs> You're not buying it now, are you? <laughs> you associate. He's not fucking. Jeff, I'm still. So many thoughts. He's dope. He's totally in now. He's tapping it now. <laughs> no, I'm brand to tap. I'm still gonna buy this. I mean, the, it's a fine beer. Chris, I didn't hate it. So buy. Josh. Wow. Yeah. I didn't, I really big didn't hate this beer, big though. sales guy. Didn't hate it. Didn't <laughs> I didn't hate it. So buy. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, no. As far as to style, this is a pretty good. Example of a New England style IPA, as mm-hmm. I have started to learn and I have started to appreciate appreciate as much oh, as I fucking oh, hate shit. saying it. Oh. Stockholm, one of Stockholm. This is a really good example Again, of this style. Again, if Wells wasn't waterboarding us with New England IPAs, I think we'd be probably more averse. But right, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised we're not more averse. But. Yeah, I mean, just I guess. This is what happens when Chris isn't around. You see yeah. what happens when you're not around. Hey man, I'm not here to hold <laughs> really your hand apart, and beat these two fuckers down, and like we can like make them realize that they're wrong. And we're uh, like, but no, I'll, I'll have to give this a buy. Next beer up, Jeff. Next beer up. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Revolution out of Chicago, Illinois, um, and uh, I, it was in Evansville, Indiana, for a funeral. Walking around uh, some of my local bottle shops there, and uh, I, I found this uh, six pack of Antihero, their IPA. And I looked and I said, oh, it's like two and a half weeks old. Well, this seems like a good choice. Wait, what? Yeah, 5'11", man. So it's like two and a half, three weeks old. Um, I will let you finish that, sir. Um, Thank you. Man, I really enjoyed this beer uh, then because I had one. I really enjoy it now. Uh, In fact, so much so that the next time I was at said bottle shop, I found a a uh, 12-pack mixed set that was like three cans of this plus three cans of the Mosaic version, three cans of the Centennial version, three cans of the Citra version. Yeah, son. You had my interest, or my attention, now you have my interest. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm debating whether or not to save those for a side-by-side-by-side for another show. Um, in the meantime, uh, man, I freaking love this. This is a clear IPA. Uh, I can actually see wells through it, and mm-hmm. it kind of freaks me out. But uh, I still love it, um, and it is bitter. It's got a bite to it, and I love that, too. Uh, I'm a big buy on this one. Big solid buy. Wells? Spoiler alert. This thing tastes like Maharaja Jr. And I'm not talking just Raja. And I'm not talking about the Raja. I'm talking like... Maharaja That's actually Junior. a pretty damn good description. It's, that would explain why I like it. It's got certain aromatic hop qualities to it. I mean, this thing, this is delicious. It's a 6% Maharaja. Like, okay. I guess, so Maharaja Junior Junior, if Raja is going to be the... So then I will, I will definitely save the, the the one of each so that we can do a... Side by side by side. I would love to tear through all three of these. And yeah, just see I, how I'll, I'll put them in the... Yeah, I'll make sure I hang on to them in case Josh ever comes back. Maybe. I mean, anti-hero, this, this is solid. Yeah. Chris. Um, so I, Jeff and I were debating off mic whether we had had this on the show or not because I know I've had this beer. And after some back and forth, we realized that we have not had it on the show, but he's from Indiana, so he has access to it. And yeah. this is kind of one well, of the two beers <coughs> in Chicago. So and I would say there is no back area. and forth. There is a control F in the spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so when, uh, when I'm in Chicago, a couple of my local haunts there um, have this beer. And this is like a regular of mine because it's freaking delicious. So, yeah. Oh, it's uh, tasty as hell for 6%. For me. Yeah, too. Absolutely buy for me. I buy it and uh, buy it on the show too. Buy it in real life. Buy it on the show. It's all good. Yay. Yeah. Josh. I mean, we've had a, not a bunch, but we've had a few of their beers. 
How, ma- mainly it's been there like barrel aged beers. We had Right Way right. to Heaven. We had Death Star. Yeah. Those, those are the big ones that we've had on the show. Holy shit, this is delicious. Dude, like, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I am thoroughly impressed. I yeah, had no like, idea that like they I was, could you know, just I, make like a I, solid ass IPA. I, I bought the six pack and then I was looking on the spreadsheet. This is why I was arguing with you, Chris, because I looked on the spreadsheet ahead of time. And I'm like, oh, hell, we haven't had this? Yeah, this is going in. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of, and I'm not saying style wise, obviously. This is kind of like an Allagash White. Like, why have we not done this on the show yet? Like, well, this mainly because Revolution isn't easily available to us. Right. But uh, it's a lot more readily available in my hometown now. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's a thing. Yeah. This is delicious. All right. Next beer up. Next beer up. Uh, again, proof positive that you cannot run out of beer names from Evil Twin because, of course, you know, Evil Twin makers of the double imperial biscotti, maple, bourbon, cinnamon, Mexican. Donut, coffee, break, break, biscotti, cake, cake petty four beer. Um, this is a beer called Every Day, Once a Day, Give Yourself an IPA. And I kind of like that they've have just switched to this model of just nonsensical beer names. That's right. That's right. Like, it works. Nobody's going to steal our beer names because if they do, like, it's one thing if you like, you, you know, like we talked about Zest Appeal a couple of shows ago, like, how has nobody used that? Yeah. I imagine somebody at some point will have used that name or, you know, whatever. Nobody's using this name. And if they do, Evil Twin's like, uh-huh, uh, screw yeah, you guys. Yeah, it's yeah. a little blatant. But this is a double dry hopped IPA with lactose and vanilla extract. I want to hate this beer mm-hmm. for so many reasons. Yep. But it is like, I, I, I don't care for lactose, but it smooths everything out on this IPA. Um, vanilla. I, I, mm. Oh, it's definitely extract, too. Uh, yeah. It's um, just chug the can, dude. You're going like four or five hits here. Just kill it. No. Sip, sip, pass. I would buy one more can of this, and that is all I think I can handle. I like it, but like it is getting close to. I mean, Chris is making fun of me, but there's like a third of the can, if not more, left. And um, I, 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 man, this is one of those. I'll tell you what it is, Chris. This is one of those that I like it as a sample. I don't know that I could get through a whole pint of this. I don't want a whole pint of this, actually. I'm a no buy. I'm, I'm out. All right. <laughs> wow. wow. That, Sorry. That, I was long, talk you. that was the longest oh, wow. CP twist oh, I have God. ever Seriously. seen. I, just I thought he was about to tap it. Jesus. No. Hell no. My God. Wells, where are you at, dude? I'm so lost and confused. <laughs> like, I just went after Jeff, but I feel like I'm back going after Chris. Woo. I mean, holy shit, dude. Like, I, gushes I and then... I just like... The, but like as I'm ha- trying more, but I just... I, I, can't, I, I, I literally cannot I even. did buy this. I'm going to buy more of this. And and my reason being, it's this is like the New England IPA that I can take to the beach without like... I mean, you know how some of them could be kind of milkshakey, but... Yeah. For some reason, like the vanilla extract what? of this, like, it just... It feels like a beach beer to me if I'm going to pick a New England IPA to take to the beach. All right. It's... It's not boring. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, I'll buy it. Chris. Not boring. That's a good word for it. Um, this is the one where I was like, what the hell am I drinking? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think what this has what? really solidified my stance that lactose and vanilla should not be put in an IPA. I just did not like it. Not going to buy it. Fair enough. Yep. 
Josh. Yeah, not for me at all. Uh, here's the sad truth. I thought I had this beer before, and this is where we're getting with the Evil Twin of a lot of their cans kind of look the same, and they yeah. have these giant-ass titles on it. And so I almost, and I kid you guys not, accidentally grabbed this one night outside of recording thinking this is one of my beers. One of the things I always do is pull up the spreadsheet. Oh, that's nice of you. Just to make sure I'm not stealing yeah. a beer from the show and going, yeah. holy shit, I thought this was a beer I bought at Common yeah, I'm, Market. I'm glad you learned your lesson after you drank my Utopias. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, that happened. Uh, yeah. But this is, yeah, I don't know. The Like Chris said, lactose and the van- the fake vanilla, it just it does not. Doesn't click for me. It's so. it's a dessert. Well, but it's like a dessert slash poolside. I, uh, I could do either I'd way s- with this. Uh, I don't. Okay. Uh, uh, a rate, uh, just a quick show of hands because that's going to work great for a podcast. Uh, where do you guys land on the cream sickle idea? No. Like, orange and vanilla. No. Ice cream. Yes. So I like, Josh, I like cream sickles. Okay. Yeah. I like cream oh, I love them. Okay. So so that kind of sums up kind of where we're at because Chris is kind of okay and he was kind of okay with that beer. Josh hates it. I am not at all a fan. But I Wells love creamsicle. Loves it. But here's the thing. You do like a creamsicle. There, there but, are ways but, to fuck that up. Yeah. No, no. I hear you. But I'm just like that as a like vanilla in a citrusy, like a hop in your dessert and the beer. Like, it, it To me, it makes sense. Maybe for some okay. of you listening, it makes sense. So. All right, next beer up. Next beer up, the one Wells has had a chubby about for weeks on weeks. No, chubby. He's had a full-on hard-on the last two episodes waiting for this one to pull in. I Every am, time I reach for this can, he starts adjusting his pants. I I need to call a doctor because it's been like this for over <laughs> four hours. It's been over four hours. Longer than four hours. From uh, Casita Cerveceria. Show title, Wells. Yeah. Casita Cerveceria, uh, the Nomad Brewer here. In uh, in North Carolina, I, I think technically we consider them Fountain, North Carolina, but they kind of go everywhere and brew everywhere. Well, uh, this should be a collab with this. This is, is a collab with Duck Rabbit. Um, this is TTYL for all of you Winnie the Pooh fans. Take the yellow lead better. Talk to you later. Okay, good enough. Actually, it's TTFN was was uh, Winnie the Pooh. Collab with trophy. Why does oh they brewed it at Duck Rabbit, but it's a collab with Trophy. Thank you for that's really fucked up. That's got real confusing. Really fast. Yo dog, we made this beer with Trophy, but we brewed it at Duck Rabbit. No big deal. <laughs> Yo dog, I heard Hashtag like MBD. Um, we have all of them. This well, we were just talking with, about a um, contract brewing earlier, so yeah. this thing. is brewed with Golden Promise, Golden Naked Oats, Golden Showers, Oat Malt, <laughs> White Wheat, and Dextrose. Dextrose? Who puts Dextrose in their beer? Is that a thing? I don't even know what dextrose is. I'm sorry. It's, it's, like it's a, a sugar. Dextrose it's a sugar. Oh. Lactose, Lactose sucrose, a, dextrose. It's just yeah, it's a different type of sugar. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 but it's yeah, not a yeah. milk sugar. Um, but then it's hopped with Simcoe and Galaxy. Yeah, dextrose is a corn sugar. Thank you. Boost ABV. As 10% as ten percent goes, um, it doesn't taste like 10%. But um, this, like I Wells, I know you have like a serious heart on for this. Uh, I'm going to know buy it. It just is not my jam. Wells? I mean, I'm he's getting... It. Just go ahead and he's tapping it. I'll, I'll give you the can. I, I, yeah. yeah give me the can. Just, 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 just give it to me. I don't trust any of the rest of you assholes with it. I mean, this thing, like, it, it's it's got a nice sweetness to it. It's definitely got some, like, some tropical, some mango notes. I, I really enjoy this. Like, as far as New England IPAs go, 
Like this really is it. This is a top three for me. I've had this thing on draft. I've had this thing in the can. I bought three, four packs of this thing so wow. far. I'm a certain definite buy on this. Not even like you know. I'm supposed buy. It's a historical oh. buy. So he's a buy. So pass it up, pass the baton. Yeah, Chris, I like it. I, d- I don't. Not only don't hate it, I like it. You don't. Um, you don't not hate it. I'm buying it. I, I mean, this is. <gasps> I like this, and so it begins. I like this. The repurpose purpose. More on this <laughs> later because there was a, when you were reading the description, I found out something that was going on with it, and there's more with the next beer coming up. I'll tell you a little story. Oh, about a man named Jed. Yeah, poor Mountaineer. Uh, he's Jed. barely keeping his family um, fit. But, uh, yeah, buy. I'm buying this. I, I actually like this. I'm buying it, Josh. I mean, again, <clears throat> Stockholm syndrome. I don't know what you want to call it. This is a good example of a New England IPA. Like, it's not overly sweet, even with the corn sugar in it. It's got the tropical notes, as you mentioned. Like, this is delicious. Hey, man, this is ten percent. Yeah, and Can, that too. Do you get no? Does no. this thing seem no. boozy? It, it no, like you know this sneaky. is ten percent. No, not no. at all. This is it's like nu- it's like I would have called it six, six and a half. If yeah. you held me yeah. to it, I'd be like, ah, it's maybe six and a half. Yeah, it's no. not ten. Yeah, holy shit, this is fantastic. Buy for me. Jeff, next beer up. Next beer up uh, is from Haw River, which is uh, primarily famous for their farmhouse sales and some of their weird stuff. Yeah, they do a lot of weird stuff. They do the weird stuff? Yes. Um, yes, they do. And I say weird stuff, meaning, you know, a carrot beer. Yeah, or like, what was it? Benedict's Breakfast, I think is what it was called. It was like Belgian double with coffee. Yeah. Some, some interesting choices, but this is Javaloha, a coffee cream stout. Uh, it's a milk stout brewed with toasted coconut, Tahitian vanilla, and Hawaiian coffee. But you know that Hawaiian coffee. Oh, I, I, I've heard it's good coffee. It's being all burned up in volcanoes right now. Right. <laughs> right. Wow. Oh, man, like as if Kona wasn't hard enough to get a hold of. Now it's going to get even worse. Yeah. So, Jeff, where are you at on this? Um, I'm going to take one more hit of this. Sounds like me in a couple hours. <laughs> um, Josh just got the joke. I, I got it too, yeah. <laughs> nice. You like that? That was good. Um, yeah, this is good. I like I like the coffee in this. The vanilla is kind of nice. I don't get a ton of coconut, but to be fair, this is... like I didn't realize this had coconut, and it's been sitting in the keezer for probably a month and a half. Yeah, a uh, while. It's probably past its prime, but I enjoy what's left of it, and I know I would have liked it fresh. Uh, so I'm going to buy on this one. Wells? I think it's fine. I really enjoyed it. I didn't, like, absolutely fall in love with this beer, but yeah. I did enjoy it enough to, like, you know, this is worth it's bringing a, on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, spoiler alert, I'm going to bring things on the show that I like and that I want you guys to have because no. I like it. Wait, what? No. That's why I Josh tend to gives us the uh, the bastard bottles out of his mixed twelve packs. I don't know what you're talking about. Quite I quite never do quite that. Quite a difference. So, Josh, what do you think about this? Or well, Chris? Yeah, Chris. Oh, um, oh I'm sorry. Yeah. So, uh, you're so you. not used to yeah, having a fourth person either, here. Right? I get it, man. Uh, well, I'm just I've always kicked yeah. off the Josh. So, uh, the the coffee porter stouts vanilla add coconut. I'm already a fan, and this was well done. So I uh, I thought it was, I did get coconut in it. Um, if it's fresher, you probably get a little bit more, but I did catch coconut in it. I quite enjoyed it, so I'm going to buy. Josh. So, number one, Jeff, I'm surprised you were buying this as a milk stout because you hate milk stouts generally. I don't, I don't 
Like, I do not but, enjoy a straight milk stout. You yeah. put a couple adjuncts in it, I hate to say, and, and typically I'm in. Strongman is a great example. And right? I would say, I, I've, I've noticed that, like, straight. Coffee in a milk stout, and I don't, like, I drink my coffee black, straight up. Right. Nothing in it, but when it comes to a milk stout, if you put coffee in it, I'm in. It's weird. No, I get it. And uh, for whatever reason, that lactose really works with this beer. Yeah. I am floored. Like, there's a little bit, like we've said, the coconut's probably faded a little bit. Most of the time, honestly, anymore, when I see Ha River, I kind of skip over them because I've not been that impressed. Well, unfortunately, when when your gimmick is so, like, I kind of can put put, uh, Ha River and. Ugh, my brain just shut off as I was trying to make a point. What's the, what's the name of the other one that uh, does the, all the uh, foraging beers? Fauna Flora? Yeah, Fauna Flora. I kind of put them in the same category because so often it's like I look start looking at the ingredients and I'm like, yes, yes. Ugh, no, I'm out. Yeah, which meanwhile, and we'll do it on the show at some point, their Rye IPA is legit. Really? Yes. Okay. I'm, yes. I'm, I mean, look, I, I'm excited to have my mind turned. But right now, I, I look at when I see both of them on the shelves, I move past them because yep. I know odds are there's going to be something in there that I'm just not interested in. And, and so here's where I stand with, with saying all this is that maybe it's just, I guess, I hate to say it, but based off the gimmick, maybe I'm going to like it, maybe I won't. And yep. so I just have to kind of look at the label and decide, is this for me? This beer is absolutely for me, but I still don't think I've necessarily turned the corner on however just sure yet. Fair enough, and and I think that's okay. I mean, you, you're okay to keep them at an arm's distance, yeah. and you let in the good ones, and this is a good one. Yeah, exactly. Next rep. Good job, Hot River. Um, Dream Chasers Brewery, which is uh, in Waxhaw, North Carolina. The big old Waxhaw. Spoiler alert: I run into Chris almost every time I go there. <laughs> Except for last time I was there, you weren't there. I felt alone. Well, I've been there, there last so alone. There. I've been there four times, and Chris has been there twice yeah. that I was Amazing, there. Amazing. Stalker. Amazing, no shit. isn't it? Yeah. Have you turned your location settings on your phone, Wells? I, they're definitely off. Yeah. <laughs> they are now, anyway. <laughs> I, sent him a, I sent him a message on Grinder last time I was there and said, where are you? <laughs> where are you? I'm here. Where are I'm you? like, I'm in the bathroom. Where are you? <laughs> Glory hole. Yep. Real quick. All right, beer. Uh, What's it beer called? Beer is a whale of the Baneside. Banshee. Whichever. Sure. Banshee. I don't speak the Irish. Celtic. The words. Uh, this is an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with vanilla beans and chocolate. Um, special thanks to Southern Spirits for providing the barrels. That's cool. So so any you, you know anything behind the story on that, Wells? Mm-mm. Nope. Um, there is definitely a preponderance of chocolate in this. Um, and, and I'm going to say that pushes me past the, I'm interested in this beer vibe. Normally I'm a big chocolate fan, but something about this chocolate is just, it's not sitting right for me. And, uh, I'm a, I'm a no buy on this. Um, it's not, it's not a bad beer. It really isn't. I, I just, um, it's, it's, it's a no for me. Wells. It's hot. Is that what it is? Twelve and a half percent, but it lets you know, hey, this is it's a bit it's a bit boozy. Those were either some wet barrels or you've got a hell of a lot of fusel alcohol in this, but it's hot. It's good though. I mean I really enjoy this. It is a touch dry on the finish. 
Um, I'm a buy. Chris. Uh, yeah, so uh, this beer itself, I think you hit it. It's hot, right? Um, and that's probably my main complaint on it. Uh, I don't know if it's, like you said, the barrels or the fusel alcohols. Uh, I, I got to give this you one You don't even know no what he's talking about. You're just repeating his no, words, I aren't you? I got to give this one a no-buy. I did prefer it more on draft, even though, I mean. That time that you weren't there? Nah, well, he was there when. He was there on release day, yeah. It was yeah. kind of crazy. Uh, but uh, yeah, I did prefer uh, draft. I uh, did prefer it on draft over the bottle. I'm not sure of the bottle treatment. I, I kind of hoped it would have cooled off a little bit by now, but I guess it's only been, what, a month, two months, something like that. Not that long. Maybe some more time in the bottle, but you know how we say make your beer ready for public. Yeah. You if you're going to release it. Um, kind of a uh, story, kind of backpedaling here uh, where we talked about the TTYL. Um, so Dream Chasers in Waxhaw is kind of known for Yard Breather, which is like a New England IPA. It's kind of mm-hmm. gotten cult following they can release it people we've had it on the show before yeah they go down they they buy it um and i'm not a huge fan of it even though this is probably the closest pro- proximity brewery to me i go to it less frequently than other breweries in town um just because monster God, eh, i know a monster but uh they released their second anniversary ipa which is a new england ipa but it's a imperial it's nine nine and a half percent and i really like it ttyl ten percent i really like it are we do I like Imperial New England IPAs? And not yeah, probably. Well, New you're England in luck IPAs. because uh, I picked up one of the Crowlers from uh, Bearded Iris. It's an Imperial New England. So, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe uh, maybe I find the, the regular New England IPAs too thin, a little watery, a little not a lot going on. Maybe I like the Imperials better. I don't know. Kind of a trend I'm seeing maybe. I don't know. Anyway, no buy on this one. We'll see. Bring more Imperial New England IPAs. We'll see. Let's see what I can do. Josh. Yeah, I want Jeff the chocolate. Oof. Uh no. So no buy. Final beer. Final beer up. Uh thanks to Clueless Brewer for sending us this one. Um from Brewbus. And we've had like one or two Brewbus beers. Like that was one thing that Mark was like Yeah, he was big super on. interested in yeah. back in the day. Uh you guys remember Mark? My boy Blue, I want to say was one of theirs. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple of them, and they were bad. Yeah. Um, this is barrel-aged curb check. And so my understanding is that there is a, a handful of variants of curb check, which is um, an imperial porter. And this one happens to be barrel-aged with ancho and chipotle chilies, cinnamon, cacao nibs, and Madagascar vanilla beans. And this is a hot mess, literally and figuratively for me. I'm I'm a no buy. Okay. I'm not even gonna like dance around it. Um, th- this is this is too much pepper for me. I don't. Yeah, it's not for you. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I like a. I don't mind a little heat in the right kind of beer, but I, this is. I, I just no no thanks. I'm, I'm gonna buy pass. Well, so I enjoy Mexican cake, and I enjoy old hickories. Spectrum Four. Yep, I'm not afraid. Birdsong's Jalapeno Pale Ale. Yep, I love some peppers and beers. Holy shit, man! This one just rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know why. Like it, it on paper it has everything that I enjoy. It's just a little too much of some things and and not enough of everything else. I really wanted to enjoy this beer and I just don't, Chris. So uh, no matter what happens with anything else on this show, 
<laughs> and I know what you normally do with the pictures for the show. You usually put the bottle lineup up there. Yep. That, that is exactly what I do. Or you have to get a picture of Josh holding this can because it matches his fucking shirt exactly. <laughs> um, it actually does. It actually wow. does. You got to take a picture of this. For the, I, I, for the show. Um, it's a little disturbing. Down to the gray. Even the shorts are like gray and it's down to the gray pants. It's like, this is so fucking perfect. You better tap that beer. I'm not buying it, but you're going to tap it. You, you can quit holding that beer. I, it's I, a I hot mess. Been. Jeff was right. It's a hot mess. This is like not good. Josh, what do you say? So if I like surpassed you guys in like the spiciness of a beer? No, the spiciness is not bothering me at all. It's just that it was a I mess mean, it's overall. a mess of a beer, but it kind of works, maybe. But as chili. Eh. Chili for that? You're yes. Buy a $10 You're talking imperial about stout, like a ten dollar imperial stout to dump in a bowl of chili. Yep. Well, I would. Pass. I have. I'd do it again. I think now as something. now as a beer, no, absolutely <laughs> not. But as a marinade for your chilies or other things, it works. Well, it's like the cooking with wine. Sometimes the wine even makes it into the food. Right. But no, or, as a beer. This hear is the me out. Maybe you just buy some ancho and chipotle chilies, a little bit of cinnamon, cinnamon, some cacao nibs, and Madagascar vanilla beans for less than this can of beer cost. Uh, no, because your... real Madagascar vanilla beans are not cheap. Okay, so no, put some extra. Not in. cheap at all. Nobody's. I mean, like, uh, you're not. No, no. If I'm going that far, I might as well just buy the beer. So Why don't you, you buy just take the a Madagascar splash vanilla? of the everyday once a day? Give yourself an IPA. That's too, whatever. Uh, it's time for Ad Tap That. It's pretty simple. The beers that we've had on the show, what would you want to put on your home kegerator? So, Jeffrey, where are you Anti-hero. going, man? Anti-hero. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's been a while since an IPA has made me sit up and go, oh, right. This is what I love about IPAs. This was one of those IPAs. Absolutely loved it. So hard to find a good West Coast IPA nowadays. It's not. It? Like, I don't know if that... I'm not sure if I want to classify it as a West Coast <laughs> IPA per se, but that's the one that's the one that I want the most of. Wells, what are you tapping? TTYL. It's already done. Chris, what are you tapping? Antihero, no question. Josh. Josh, what are you tapping? Antihero. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I already preemptively tapped that for you. Is there really any question? Look. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, good. No. So Jeff, where are we? Find us on the interwebs. Open your browser of choice. What's a browser? Google Chrome, Mozilla Firefox. <gasps> Maybe you're a Safari user if you're at, on Apple. Netscape. Internet Explorer. Netscape, Navigator. It's Microsoft Edge, Lord. Nobody <laughs> uses Internet Explorer. Shut it. Well, it doesn't exist anymore. It's Microsoft Edge, Well, Lord. no, no, no. More, more Chrome you browsers are downloaded from the Internet I Explorer do. than any other browser. You work with the same company I do. Internet Explorer does still exist. Well, it does, sadly. But on uh, my PC, it doesn't. I on on your internet browser, browse to craftbeercast.com. You can w- find HTTP colon shush slash slash. You can find w- our, w- our old episodes. Uh, you can find out how to reach out to us. Uh, if you like what we do and you've made it this far into the show and you're still listening to us, which kudos to you. Uh, you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Um, meanwhile, if you want to talk to us on the Twitters, because we do like to talk back. Good tweet storm every now and then. Yeah. Every now and then. It's been a while. Chris has been like whatever yeah who knows he's usually part of it but uh you know uh hit us up at cbcast you can find me at jeff kissel wells you can find me on the insta twits at all the wells uh, you can find me on the webs at nc crispy josh you can follow me on twitter at josh cbc rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice uh 
really currently the only one that really works is iTunes. So rate us on there. Make an iTunes account. I will love you forever if you do. Like, I have an iTunes account, and I don't even use it. So rate us, review us on there. Uh, we have a subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast. Nobody uses it anymore, but hey, it's still there. Uh, we won't give you gold anymore. Fuck you, but we'll give you upvotes. There you go. Everybody cares about Reddit, but just not us. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not important enough. Yeah, I'm adopting it. Well, you know, mobile Reddit is way better, and yeah, don't. Well, that's basically where I'm viewing Reddit now is on mobile. Yeah, I would say don't use the official app. Use something else. Yeah, because exactly. it's all horseshit. Uh, other than that, I may talk to you guys next Thursday. The rest of these jackasses will be here. Who knows? Stay tuned. We will see you next Thursday. <laughs> see ya! Oh.